Okay, so we've got about 15 or 20 minutes. And let's talk Super Bowl. Just want to give people like 30 seconds to come in or so. What were? How did you enjoy the Super Bowl? How did you watch it? Oh, um, we went to a friend's house that was really far away. Uh, so I watched the first half there and halftime and then drove home during the third quarter and watched the fourth quarter at home. Wow. <laughs> so I missed the, the third quarter was when all the three and outs happened. So I, I missed the, the perfect part, I guess. Yeah, you did. Did you like listen to it on the radio or anything while you're no? Okay. NBC didn't have any. I couldn't. And I couldn't access NBC radio. Oh man, you, were you zooming home? I was zooming home. It was literally a, it's a forty-five minute drive, and I was not thrilled. I did see the. I saw the seventy-five yard touchdown. We left right after that. Okay. All right. So let's start there. All right. So what's up, guys? Thanks for coming in. We're gonna spend about fifteen to twenty minutes. We're gonna have a hard stop at one p.m. Central here. So let's talk Super Bowl for a little bit here. All right, so after that 75-yard T. Higgins pass with the arguable OPI on Ramsey, what was your sense of the game at that time? I think that put the Bengals up 17-13. Yeah. Um, Well, where did you watch it from first? I watched it from a living room without Christina who doesn't subject herself to these games because she gets too fired up, but with uh, Stiff Arm Wax and with my dad. And my uncle was on a Zoom call. So we all watched, the four of us watched it pretty intently. Nice. Um, My thought was like the Bengals were pretty much in control and the Rams' offense couldn't do much without Beckham, and they were kind of just stuck in the mud. Um, But you could definitely sense the final few minutes were getting really pressure-packed and it was going to come down to – you know, who didn't make the mistake or who came up big. and Yeah, it, it just felt like a good game, like a, a tight, close game that was going to come down at the end. Now, do you, where do you rank this Super Bowl in terms of all the playoff games that we saw so far? So we had that Chiefs-Bills game. We had that uh, Bucks-Rams game that almost was another epic Brady comeback. Where does this game sit? in the 2021 or 2021 NFL season playoffs? Like, where do you rank it? Mm, I don't know. Probably, like, somewhere in the middle. It felt like a pretty normal football game. Like, there wasn't anything wildly dramatic or there wasn't, you know, it wasn't totally chalk. So, I don't know. It just felt kind of normal to me. Probably, like, I mean, definitely the Bucks rams game was better. The Bills game was definitely better. I thought the Packers-Niners game was more entertaining. The Cowboys-Niners game was better. The Rams-Niners game was better with the comeback in the fourth. I don't know. Let's say it was about average, but still exciting. All right, let's talk about play calling for a second, okay? Why was – okay, so I have the stats pulled up. Cam Akers rushed 13 times for 21 yards. 13 times for 21 yards, and he had an eight-yard rush. So if you take that away, there was 12 rushes for 12 yards. Henderson, four rushes for seven yards. Sony Michelle, two rushes for two yards. So why did Sean McVay keep running the ball? Why was it so infuriating watching this Rams team go from second and four to third and six over and over and over again? Can, can we just vent about that for a second? What the hell was going on there? I don't know, man. I mean, I guess, you know, the – the thought is like to try to keep them honest or whatever, try to keep them on their toes a little bit. But yeah, like at the end of the game, it was like, please stop doing this. It's not working. And the last drive, they didn't run at all. Basically, and it worked. So, and it worked. And you know, 
Let's talk about the last drive too, because I, I just want to get our takes out of the way, and then let's let's we'll talk hobby and how this impacts the hobby. So that final drive for the Rams, uh, Cooper Cup, you know, the only viable receiver on the field. <laughs> Otherwise, a third string tight end, Van Jefferson, who's clearly distracted, and the other the non Cup uh, other receiver. You know, why were they not going to Cup earlier in the game? Why is Cub getting double and triple team and still able to find pockets and get open? Just react to that final drive for us. Yeah, the final drive was like what they should have been doing the whole game, just force feeding Cup and like trying to scheme him. And they had him run the, they had him run like the, uh, like the wide receiver sweep run play on fourth down. That was like the biggest play of the game probably. Um, and then did you see the no look pass? <laughs> I didn't see it at the time, but then I heard them talking about it afterwards. Cup was referencing the no-look pass after. He says Stafford was, like, looking up to the third row, but Cup was like, this ball might actually be coming to me. Yeah, I've seen the, I've seen the breakdown. He's looking at a curl route that's, like, right in front of him for an easy, like, four or five yards, but then he he's looking at it, and then he sort of, like, throws it a little bit off to the left, and Cup, like, breaks in behind the safety for a big gain. It was that big throw on the drive. Um. Yeah, I mean, they just – I don't know why. they I don't know. They try to get cute and, like, try to spread it around and, like, play this, like, offensive scheme game and make McVay look smart. But then it was like, all right, time for Stafford and Cup to win this game. And they and so they marched down the field. They got the touchdown. What do you think about those penalty calls finally – the flag finally flying uh, once the Rams got into, you know, uh, goal-to-go territory? Like, they were – the receivers were getting – there, there was a lot of contact on pass plays all game, but they didn't start throwing the flags until right there. What do you think about that? Mm, I didn't like the one, you know, the critical one. Um, I think it was third and goal. That was the big one. I didn't like the call, but, I mean, he is technically holding, but, I, you know. And then the other thing I've seen on TV is, like, oh, it was a makeup call, you know, for the 75-yard missed call. And I didn't even think that Ramsey one was that bad either. I would have been fine if they didn't call either of those, which obviously would have benefited the Bengals and – who knows what would have happened on fourth and goal, but didn't love it. Uh, you know, that's kind of how it goes, though. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so the Rams go down the field. Cooper Cup uh, is just remarkable. You know, it, it, the, I think, you know, two reasons why Cup got the MVP nod. One of them converting that fourth down handoff play. But then the other one was, like, the the the, 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 the go-ahead touchdown was just they had Cup in a one-on-one matchup and just Stafford just threw the ball in his direction you know that that's all he had to do he just had just had to throw the ball in his direction let's MVP talk for a second cup got Super Bowl MVP Aaron Donald had a case for Super Bowl MVP uh Matt Stafford had a case for Super Bowl MVP so let's talk about the Donald case for a second especially that last drive okay so the Bengals are moving the ball they get about to midfield third and one Donald stops uh P Ryan who's in because Mixon has an ankle injury Talk to me, react, to, react for us to that last, react for us to that last, uh, that last Bengals drive and Sam Donald. I mean, uh, and Aaron Donald, <laughs> not Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, I, I don't know if it's mine or his. All right, I can hear you, but it's like going in and out. All right, there we go. Um, yeah, look at this play from the Bengals' offensive line. Hold on real quick. 
live shot of the Bengals offensive line. No, I think um, I think the the last drive was fine. Like they had the big play to chase. Uh, I thought they were moving pretty well, and they were obviously getting in range to Money McPherson, who was just going to drill a sixty yarder. But Donald just like I think Donald just was like, this is the time where I just win it by myself. You know, like he he have you seen you've seen the replay of him grabbing P Ryan? Yeah, and it, he just pulls him back. <laughs> but with, with, with a guy on him, just his bare hands, pulls a 200-plus-pound running back just backwards. I was like, wow. And then the next play, it reminded me a lot of that Niners play where it was a little bit frantic. It was fourth and one. Like, there was a, a lot of nerves going, and, and Donald got single coverage and just beat him super fast and got to him and basically, like, won the game by himself in that last play. But I thought Von Miller was getting a lot of pressure on that drive, too. He was getting really close a couple times and beating his guy. So they they were always forced to, like, put someone on Vaughn Miller to back him up like the running back. So then Donald ended up getting single coverage and just won the game. Yeah, he did. Uh, did you think Joe Burrow was going to do it there when he got the ball up to midfield? You know, still about 45 seconds left or so. What was your sense of the game at that moment? No, he hadn't really played well at all this, the whole game, to be honest. Like, he hit the 75-yarder, which, you know, and then he had that one big pass to Chase, which was like to me more of Chase just making a play. But he just didn't. Uh, he just didn't really. He was never in rhythm that whole game. So I, you know, I didn't. There's games when you're watching like Brady in the Super Bowl where you're like, he's just gonna drive down the field because the whole game he had just been building up to it and he'd been picking guys apart. And it was just like this final drive is gonna. But I didn't feel that way about Burrow. I mean, I don't know. What did you? Uh, you know, I was like, I, I could see it going either way. But, dude, I, I, I do think that, like, when you have third and one and you're at the mid, you're, you're at midfield and you only really need to get to, like, the 35 and you don't do it, third and one, <laughs> third and one. It was second and one. Second and one. I mean, to me, that's, that's a failure. That's, that's, that's really, really bad. And, you know, I don't, I don't know whose feet to lay it at exactly. But, you know, look, Burrow got sacked seven times. That's tied for the most ever in a Super Bowl. He may as well have been sacked, you know, where he just kind of threw the ball. Do you think Piran should have dove for that ball? Ugh. I don't know why they just didn't put Mixon in. It's like you've had Mixon, the number two rusher all year in the NFL, and this is it. This is like the final drive of the season. I don't understand why you wouldn't at least – I know he's like – you know, P. Ryan, their short yardage back. But, I mean, it's money time. The, the, the Rams just showed you when it's money time on the big drive, you don't go to your backups. You go to Cup over and over and over, and you'll win. And the Bengals didn't do that, so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk MVP for a second here. Do you like the choice of Cooper Cup? Would you have liked to see Donald or Stafford win? What do you think about the Super Bowl MVP? Well, I still think Cup should have won regular season MVP if you're asking me that. But so it was kind of nice to see him get the redemption. And and like I s said, I think the final drive was just completely predicated on Cup going and winning the game. And he had two touchdowns, two of the three passing touchdowns. Stafford threw two picks, I believe. So I, I think Cup deserves it over Stafford. It really just comes down to Donald. Um, and Donald didn't have that game where it was like he just like completely dominated the whole game. He had good stretches, but Cup was just. The, the cup drive to me was more important than than Donald, but it's close. Yeah, definitely was close. Okay, so let's talk about the performances of for like a minute here, Matthew Stafford and Joe Burrow. So real quick here, Stafford twenty six of forty, 
283 yards, three touchdowns, two picks, quarterback rating of 61, which is okay. You know, the, the best quarterback ratings over the course of the season this year were about 69 to 70. So, like, 61 is just, like, a, a modest, pretty good performance. Burrow was 22 to 33, 263 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions, but sacked seven times for 43 yards. His quarterback rating was only 40. Okay, but if you go to passer rating, which is where Burrow has shined all year, his passer rating was 101, so which which is which is decent. Uh, whereas Stafford's passer rating was 90. Passer rating does not take into account rushing, so it doesn't kill Burrow because of the sacks. But did either quarterback really do anything spectacular in this game? Like, what do we take away from these quarterbacks' Super Bowl performances? Um, no, I, th- I think they were both decent. It wasn't like uh, you know any memorable quarterback performances and. I think Burrow hung in the pocket too long. Like, he just – I don't know if they couldn't find receivers or he just couldn't find his guy or whatever, but it seemed like there were a lot of plays that him holding it too long was the reason for the sack and not necessarily the line. But uh, both quarterbacks were under pressure a lot. The defenses were solid. I don't know. It honestly felt like a, quite a bit of nerves as well. Like, it, just watching that, like, pregame and stuff, the buildup was, like, so so incredible to watch the, how – how distracting it was, like the rock standing on the field, you know, doing his thing while you're ready for the Super Bowl. Just, it's a tough environment, but I thought they, I thought, I thought they played okay. Okay. So the odds for next year's title from my sports book, Bills are the favorites plus 800. Then you have Chiefs plus 900. You have Rams plus 1100. Those are the top three. Then Packers are fourth at plus 1,300, tied with the Niners at plus 1,300. And the Bengals aren't even there until sixth at plus 1,400. So what are we taking away from the books here? Was this a flukish year for the Bengals or, you know, because my take was like, dude, the Bengals hung in there four straight playoff rounds with four excellent teams. So to me, the Bengals are legit, but the sports books don't, they don't give them a ton of credit. What, what do you think? What's your what's your synopsis of the Bengals going into next season based on what they did this year? Yeah, I, I don't think anyone's going to question if they're legit. It's just that, like, there's a bunch of other teams that are also really good that, you know, if you were to, like, replay these playoffs, would you pick the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl again? No way. So, you know, like, the, the odds kind of make sense to me if you're talking just straight odds. It's just pretty difficult to win three games like they did. Um I, I mean, I still think the Bills are the best team in the league. I've, I saw enough from the Bills. I think, I still think that they would have, they could have beaten any, they could have won the Super Bowl just as easily. You know, I wouldn't have been shocked. Um, those sound about right to me. Okay. I don't know about the Packers though. The Packers just seem like how many times, how many times you got to lose those games? You know. <laughs> Who wants to take that plus thirteen hundred on the Packers? Nobody. You don't even know if Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Who yeah. is taking that? Okay. All right. So let's talk with the last five minutes. Let's talk hobby. So, look, Joe Burrow mania was full-blown, all right? Just talk about Joe Burrow mania. What happened last night? Tell, you tell us about what happened with the sales last night for, for those two guys. All right, I'll tell you about a sale that happened last night. Last, <laughs> this happened on PWCC Weekly, all right? And it's, it was the top headline in Card Ladder's uh, news feed. Um, this was the top headline that, that, we, and that, that went out in the email to the pro members. So it was this card right here. This is the PSA 9, which is a pop three. Joe Burrow, National Treasures RPA. This is not the exact copy of sold. This is a generic copy. A copy of this card sold on PWCC Weekly for $84,000 last night. This is a 9 auto 10 with a nice three-color patch. 
This sold for 84000 last night. It's an all-time high for a borough RPA in the grade of nine. All right, all-time high borough price right there from the card ladder feed. So, look, borough cards, um, you know, sold for – and that auction ended after the Super Bowl. So, borough cards went crazy last night. His market is is still, like, it's, it's as strong as it's ever been. So, look, you know, what – there was so much burrow mania in the hobby. The hobby just loves winning. I just know, don't know any other way to dumb it down. The hobby just gets so excited about winning. So what is this? What's Joe Burrow's hobby demand like throughout this off season going into next season? What do you think? Well, it's definitely going to come back, right? It's not going to like keep going up or it's not going to maintain this craziness. And I'm, I've already seen a bunch of jokes about all the returns that are coming on the borough cards and stuff. So you'll probably have to keep an eye on stuff like that. Um, I mean, you know, what else is there for him to accomplish up until next season? Right? Like, I guess, you know, there's the argument that the Trey young effect when you don't play your prices go up, but I'll probably take a dip to cool off from everything. And then, you know, I'm sure he'll have a lot of hype going into next year and we'll forget that he lost and get excited again. Is Joe Burrow, from the hobby's point of view, is he the best young quarterback? And if not, where does he rank? No, I don't think so. I think it's still Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen, and then him, Herbert, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, some, some like, ranking there. I mean, you can make a strong case for him being the third. I still think Allen and Mahomes are better. We – Dude, that game – what did Allen have, like – I think Allen had more touchdowns in two games than Burrow had in four, right? About, about twice as many. Yeah, he had, like, ten touchdowns. You know, like, ten touchdowns in two games. And uh, I, I would – if I was a Bills fan, you know, Allen to me is still, like – man, he's so good. Allen is I, – I would definitely rather have Allen over Burrow. But, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're deciding between a bunch of really good young players. I don't think any of the teams need to be worried. What about Matt Stafford? Matt Stafford now has the Super Bowl. I believe I heard a statistic last night on the broadcast that said he has the most game-winning drives since he came into the league in 2009. Uh, Matt Stafford has just shy of 50,000 passing yards. He will get to 50,000. The other eight quarterbacks with 50,000 passing yards and a Super Bowl win are all in the Hall of Fame. So what is the arc of Matt Stafford's career from here on out with the Super Bowl victory in hand? I think he's a lock for the Hall of Fame at this point. Uh, he basically has all the accolades you need as a regular season quarterback, and now he's got the ring. And I think people are going to give him – at this point, he basically gets a pass for 13 years of not winning with the Lions after, like, oh, you get one one year with a good team. Rodgers gets, like, 12 years with a good team, and he wins one ring. Stafford gets one year, and he wins a ring. I saw that comparison this morning. I thought it was interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's not, like – Better than Rodgers, you know, but, like, he's got a pretty nice-looking resume right now. I don't think there's much uh, – hobby-wise, what do you think? What do you, I mean, what happened last night? What, what's the, what do you think the hobby future is for him? I don't think the Super Bowl gave any extra excitement for Burrow, although I think Burrow is going to have a really strong market for a while because people are really high on him. Uh, Stafford, I think – Stafford becomes a really interesting guy that – Maybe it's worth picking up a really nice car to his, um, just because like, it, dude, he, he now he has as many Super Bowls as Aaron Rodgers does. His statistics, you know, come into entirely different light. If he's quarterbacking a good team for the next five years of his career, which is a big if, then like, I don't know, dude. He's he seems like he's in he's in good company. 
but then again, you know, so is Eli Manning. So is Ben Roethlisberger. You know, so is Drew Brees. Um, does the hobby care? You know, yeah. My last take uh, before we get out of here is that last night was a victory for the non-quarterbacks in the hobby. Cooper Cup sneaks in and wins that MVP. Aaron Don- uh, Aaron Donald is just amazing and like really kind of is it has the game winning the LeBron chase down block. Aaron Donald yeah. has it in the form of the stopping the third and one and the fourth and one. Uh, you know OBJ, we see how important he was to the Rams offense. You know big plays from T Higgins and Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon was really good too. I just thought it was a great spotlight of the non quarterback position last night. And yeah. look in the hobby, these guys are so cheap. Joe Mixon's uh, National Treasures Platinum rookie shield one of one sold for four grand a week before a super Bowl. four grand so there's still you can have so much fun collecting amazing cards the skills position players who turn out to be really fun to watch in big games that's a great way to end it i also wanted to give a quick shout out to the halftime show i actually enjoyed it for once i, I normally i thought a meme that was like if you were born from 1985 to 1995 you were watching that and thinking finally people from my era that aren't like for these old people. And then you're like, wait, am I old now? Is this like, are they doing the flashback for me? And I'm the old person now. We are the old person. Like, this is our Bruce Springsteen. Dude, I heard Josh, you'll love this. I heard that um, like younger, like people in their early twenties and below are now calling anyone born before 2000 people from the 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great, great, quick little Super Bowl recap. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the game. Can't wait to see what the hobby has to sort for football cards in the offseason. We'll talk to you guys later. Card Ladder, the best sports card app on the market. The future of sports cards is here. Card Ladder is the 21st century price guide and market analysis tool for sports cards. The best tools to help you track your cards. Watch the trends, stay informed, compare cards, and track the growth of your personal collection, all in one simple and intuitive platform. Join the innovators, not the imitators. The future is here. The future is now. Card Ladder.